that can only continue to thrive if we keep putting the attention into every part of our community. We edge the North Lake Charles Nellie Lutcher District, so I think we are a pillar on the corner and we can just continue to love and support right where we are. Thanks for joining us on Louisiana's Playground Podcast, your roadmap to all things Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm Brady Reynard. And I'm Anna Strider. We're excited to be here today to bring you episode number 11 as we are talking about the cash and carry farmer's market and just covering a lot of the great things that Southwest Louisiana has to offer. And before we talk to Miss Jeeva there with the farmer's market, we'll get the show started as we always do with that special segment on V-Eats. On the Eats is the segment that we do each episode where Brady and I go to a local restaurant in the area and we dine. We enjoy some of the delicious dishes on the menu, the atmosphere, and then we bring that to you all here on the podcast and share our experiences and what we ate. And this week we head to one of the more unique local restaurants in town because it's almost not quite a restaurant, but a little bit more than a bakery. Of course, I'm talking about Helen Street Bakehouse. They opened the doors in November of 2021 after years of just being a wholesale to local restaurants. They've been producing bread and baked goods since 2019 and maybe a little bit earlier. But beforehand, they were staged in the 600 square foot kitchen at the Cash and Carry building. Which we'll obviously talk a lot more about with our guest uh, Jeeva Foy here in just a few minutes. Which is what makes this such a great tie into the connection here between the bakehouse and the cash and carry farmer's market. If you've eaten at a few of local venues, such as another former Envy Eats, Crying Eagle, maybe even Merle's Kitchen, 1910, uh, or Pasa and Casa Manana, the tortillas there, all from the bakery here at Helen Street Bakehouse. But the fact that they started with wholesale and selling to these local businesses in the area because they saw a niche that we didn't necessarily have here in Lake Charles as far as a wholesale bakery of breads and different baked goods and that facet that the restaurants could take advantage of. When they outgrew the kitchen at Cash and Carry and beyond the farmer's market, which when we were talking to the owners, Lori and Carrie Soul, they were just saying how much they loved it. So when they found this location, it was just natural that it became more than just the wholesale side and that there was a consumer-facing side to where it could be open to the community. For sure. And you can get baked goods like croissants, baguettes, uh, white and wheat bread loaves, even king cakes during this time of the year, and everything made from scratch in-house. It doesn't get any better than that, than having everything made right there in the kitchen. And when you walk in, it's not your bustling lunch spot of a restaurant. It's really a quiet, cozy atmosphere. There's just a wall of natural light coming in from the large windows. And there's art from local artists all throughout, including Ned Capel, that is for sale. So there's really a tie of the arts community in there, a great place to go and have a meeting or just to really enjoy some quiet time on a lunch break. And I love that it's almost the design for it to be kind of a nice escape, a quiet getaway. 
admittedly, they said that they could probably be able to pick up the pace if they wanted to, but they enjoy the little bit of a scaled back kind of atmosphere that's kind of the yin to the wholesale yang, so to speak. Yes. And when we were dining, there was a consistent flow of people coming in to pick up different goods, such as loaves of bread or a croissant. Multiple king cake orders were going out the door. And then, of course, people eating their lunch there. For us, we ordered a whole host of different baked goods, including a king cake. We actually got to try two different king cakes. And I will say I finally got my traditional king cake that I've been talking about all season. You're welcome. (laughs) That is true. It was just so rich. And the king cake bread that they twist, it has a fluffy, almost airy richness to it. It's the icing on it. It's not that hard crunch icing, but it's not like thick. It just really layers everything well. Of course, they have the hard sugar on it as well. And it's just a really beautiful king cake, like picturesque. I like king cakes of all shapes and sizes. You know, I'm not uh, someone that judges too harshly on the king cake, but I do like the the hard sugar on top, just that classic crunch, a little bit of that goes well with the very soft bread and obviously all the sweets that's in it. Uh, Very, very good king cake. I agree. The egg wash they put gives the crust such a shiny coat to it. Uh, It's just a picturesque king cake and very, very good. And the cinnamon. We can't leave out the cinnamon flavor there. You can tell that they make cinnamon buns on the regular and that they've incorporated that flavor into this because of the layer of cinnamon on the bottom. I mean... I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, get get that dry king cake baloney that people like to push the king cake haters out of there. There's nothing dry about that king cake. He's not lying. All right, just wanted to make sure. Uh, before we get to the actual entrees that we were able to get, we also shared uh, amongst us a blueberry cream cheese croissant. Oh, my goodness. The blueberry taste throughout the whole thing, so so good it was so good i mean the blueberries there they were just that ripe flavor that gives that sweet almost tangy everything that, that tart. you yes tart that everything that you love about a blueberry and then the bread and the croissant itself was just buttery crispy it just flaked apart in your mouth i mean mouth-watering it's not an easy thing to pull off the croissant but they definitely can very very good Uh, One of the best I've uh, ever had. We also, if we didn't get enough sweets so far, we even had a piece of their Bavarian cream cheese king cake. And so we got the traditional and the, the Bavarian cream cheese there. And something that they do a little bit differently is that the way that they bake the their fillings and cream cheese you'll find that it's really spread out through the different layers of the king cake and almost a thinner portion per bread per se, but really well flavored and distributed and just you can't go wrong with any of these sweets. So we are definitely in a sugar rush as we entered our entrees. For sure. As far as the entrees, I got the grilled pimento cheese and I asked them to add a little brisket on there, which they so graciously did on sourdough. And it came with some uh, wavy potato chips. Uh, The sourdough, obviously homemade, but so very good in terms of how it paired with the uh, cheese and the meat. Uh, it was an adult grilled cheese, and it was 
also very delicious. You felt like an adult eating it. I felt like a big boy. I had my big boy pants on the whole time. We're very impressed. I, on the other hand, got the chicken salad on croissant. And I will say I'm a bit picky with my chicken salad, but this one was just a dense sandwich and the chicken salad itself had grapes and celery and pecans, all which I love thrown into a chicken salad. The the more accoutrement, the better. And it was on the buttery croissant that we can't rave enough about, as well as I got a side salad with it and they have a house-made oil and vinegar. And many of their entrees really lean on the lighter side of things and are meant to showcase how you can purchase some of their breads that they make in-house, bring those home, and be able to utilize those for your own lunch menu. And I love the way that the owner, Carrie Soul, talked about bread in that so many times when we have bread, we think of it only as a vessel for the more important insides, the cheese, the vegetables, or the meats, when he looks at it much different in that the bread is such an integral part of what it is. And... I agree that bread, in a way, kind of makes a sandwich because it's the first impressions. First impressions are everything. That's what the bread is. Well, they've got the bread down at Helen Street Bakehouse. It is very conveniently located right there on Common Street, just a few short minutes from 210, I-10, the heart of downtown Lake Charles, the lakefront. They're right there. And though we've talked a lot about their king cakes and things, they do also have many different croissant styles, their chocolate chip cookies, which I've gotten on other occasions, are heavenly. So you can pick some of those up as well as a little sweet treat afterward. So there's just a lot of different things that make Helen Street Bakehouse a true bakehouse and part of our community. So stop in Helen Street Bakehouse, give it a try, order up one of their croissants, bring a loaf of bread home, and tell us what you think. From a great meal to a great guest, we welcome on Jeeva Foy, the manager of the Cash and Carry Farmers Market. She took over that title in 2017 and has since become ingrained in the community through the market, her church, and other local events. Welcome to the show, Jeeva. Thank you so much for having me. We're thrilled to have you here today to talk about the Cash and Carry Farmers Market and the different aspects that that brings to Southwest Louisiana. But before we get started, we're going to open up with a few questions, as we always do, to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The first one, crawfish or gumbo? Both. We've had a lot of both lately. But if you had to choose one. Crawfish gumbo? Oh, Okay. (laughs) I would choose gumbo. Jiva does not play by the rules. (laughs) She creates her own rules. Why do you love both so much? Crawfish is in its own a cultural and a really great thing to eat. I mean, not everyone wants to eat crawfish. Gumbo is a staple. You can add many different things to it and it feeds lots of people and it's got spice. Both have spice. All right. Poolside or beach side? Beach. I agree with you. What about the beach? I like the nature. I like to be outside. Um, I like flowing water. I like to hear it. Mm. So that's my go-to is being outside. The sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I can completely relate. If not for the sand, the beach is amazing. The sand is just the, it's the wet feet getting into the sand. That's the worst part. Or digging your toes down into the warmth. If you could... 
eliminate the sand. It wouldn't beach, be the beach. Well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> then it'd be the pool, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's kind of how that works. All right. Concert or comedy show? Concert. Live music is where it's at. There's so many different emotions and feelings and fun you can have at a concert. Any fun concerts that you've been to recently? Well, we've been, we didn't, we have live at the lakefront. That was the last time I was at really live music, but we do have live music at the Cash and Carry Farmers Market most weeks now. That's, That's awesome. fantastic. Ken Sifford is our main musician, and we have Dylan Simon, who's also been with us lately. They're both great and from our area. The local artist, or yeah. it's another avenue for them to be able to perform and showcase, and it's more than just a farmer's market. Okay, so we have one more question for you because it is the perfect time. Mardi Gras is here. It is the season, and it is about king cake. Do you like traditional or stuffed king cake, filled king cake? I personally like a filled. I like Bavarian or cream cheese filled. I'm being convinced. You're not going to win this one. I, I know, know. I know. And I also do not like the sugar on top. I prefer icing. So that's a big one. I've heard that a lot recently. Mm -hmm. I. I don't know. I, as someone that I guess is just has always been ingrained in it, I, the crunch. I, I there's just something kind of special about it that it just feels. I never thought right. of that. Yeah, I never thought of that part. I'm also not a king cake uh, connoisseur. Uh, no, I do. I do like king cake a lot. It's <laughs> one of the few sweets that I actually do eat. I was gonna say maybe a purist, because I, I, mm. I will allow uh, experimentation if it's good. And What's so, your king cake? Yeah, like I just I have a preference of what I like, but I'm I'm not gonna say nope. That's not a king cake because it doesn't have hard sugar on top. It has frosting. So then let me ask, how do you feel about the boudin king cake? Oh, I'm a hundred percent in for the boudin king. Cake. I'm not a fan, but I I have no issue with it. You do you. Cajun confession: I I don't really like boudin. Oh my gosh! Well, I really just started experiencing well, uh, it. I just. Over the last year? I just got a phone call. Apparently, I've just got been fired, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only started enjoying boudin, and I can say, like, any anything that we put in, I'm good with. Back to the topic at hand, which, of course, is the Cash and Carry Farmer's Market, which is hosted weekly at the Cash and Carry Building. What is the Cash and Carry Building? I know it's one of the most historic buildings that we currently have in Lake Charles. It's actually the, a 9,600-square-foot warehouse. It was built in the 1930s, and actually Donna and Rick Richard restored it in 2007. Wow, built in the 1930s, which is significant because a lot of Lake Charles was kind of wiped out because mm -hmm. of the huge fire, the Great Fire of 1910. And so this was one of the first places that were actually built back up. And so it's awesome now to see it have such life. Yeah. in 2023. It's beautiful in there. It really is. I know it was originally built and operated as the local Sam's Club, per se, for local markets in the area and groceries. And there was a time then after that that it was closed for a while, starting around 1992. Yes, it was put on the 11 most endangered site list by the Calcasieu Historic Preservation Society at that time. And so that was huge that it was able to be restored in the early 2000s and then added to the National Historic Registry list right. in 2009. And to me, I think it's it's fitting that the building has seen new life, especially with the farmer's market, considering that that was really the roots of what the building was 
created for. Right. Providing to the community. That's that's what it was was doing back then was providing for the community. And I believe it's doing that today just by holding our vendors, the wedding venue, the use of the as an event center for all kinds of different things in our community. When you say giving back to the community and when we talk about a farmer's market, that's really what people think of is community, a place where people come together. They showcase their culture, what they have to offer. They really work hard to bring these products mm-hmm. to the consumers and to the community. And that's exactly what the Cash and Carry Farmer's Market does each week. That's right. We boast fresh seasonal produce, delicious homemade goods. We have local musicians. You can find items at our market like salsa, jam, pickled preserves, eggs, dairy, beef, pretty much anything you can make a meal with, you can find at the market. And I think it's interesting, too, that it goes just beyond that, too. You know, obviously, as you were mentioning, the different ingredients, there's also fresh meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen what both chicken and on the beef side for sure. There's authentic Korean food. You guys have different arts. Like it seems like there's almost a little bit of everything there. There is right now. There definitely is. We have everything from a craft to homemade products, farm fresh produce, and prepared foods. And I think it's really cool along those lines that this isn't your typical Saturday farmer's market that people think of. This farmer's market is hosted on Tuesday afternoons. Right. And there's two different times at 3.30 to 4. It's a time for the seniors. It gives them the ability to really maneuver through comfortably at their own pace and shop. And then from 4 to 6 p.m., it's open for the rest of the general public. And what a great time. Dinner, people are getting out of school to swing by. Like you said, if you haven't done your grocery shopping, you can get fresh vegetables and all of those great goods we were talking about. And local honey, cream. There Last week we had pecans still. So you can catch just about everything that's in season. Like it's very seasonal. So what you're looking for in seasonal produce, things like that. We had some citrus. So lemonade is real good. That's dying down, but you can come get your fresh lemons. I know I got, we've talked about this before, but a watermelon there Mm -hmm. at the farmer's market. And I actually ended up cutting it up and taking it on a camping trip and just ate that watermelon by myself for (laughs) days. You ate an entire watermelon by yourself? Over the course of a few days on a camping trip, yes. How refreshing and yum. Exactly, exactly. That's a lot of watermelon for one person. Well, it depends on which one you buy. It was a big watermelon. It was bigger than her head. (laughs) It was a large watermelon. When I got got to my destination after camping, I was was a little done with the watermelon, but it was delicious. A little bit of a sugar high, I imagine, at that point, too. That's (laughs) everything you need while you're camping. That's hilarious. Well, speaking of, of something that she was able to take, what are some of the items or, I guess, experiences, items that you've been able to collect or, or you've bought uh, through the years that have um, have stood out to you from the farmer's market? So some of my favorites then? Yeah. Yes. Well, I buy a lot of weekly things there. So I, got, I try to buy eggs and milk, any dairy. All my local honey is from the market. I support every vendor if I possibly can. So I don't make a lot of money at the market personally, but I do give it right back to the vendors. We also have Swaco makes custom socks. I bought a pair of his socks to send to my daughter. You can come in, give him a design, and he can actually create you 
socks that will you could use for a party, bachelorette, all kinds of different things. It would be a fun theme. So, Oh, that's super cool. I know the stylish socks. Brady does love socks. I get tamales almost every week. I try not to get Diana's cookies every week, but I fail. They're so good. <laughs> Chatterbox baking. She's always got some really awesome croissant breads. And uh, now she's got these like fiber muffins that have no sugar. They're gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So I, the Healing Begins has tea and all kinds of different seasonings, but they're also designed to help your body with turmeric and different herbs. So as you're feeding and seasoning your food and feeding yourself, you are healing your body as well by the ingredients that are placed into the products, which I think is genius. And I know, too, I, I wanted to mention it when we were talking about the times. While the seniors come, that's also a time for local restaurants to come. And I'm sure that a lot of them take advantage of that, which we then see on our plates if we you know, go and eat out. Well, we do have a couple of our restaurants in town that send their chefs here and there. So um, they have the opportunity to come in and get the produce first if they want to. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there's there's times y'all have like mushrooms as well, right? We did. We don't okay. have mushrooms at the current moment, but right. the Charlestown Farmer's Market on Saturday does. And I think you, you touched on a really great piece of what the farmer's market is in our community. We don't just have the cash and carry. We do have numerous farmer's markets in all of our different communities. I know there's one in Moss Bluff, and then we have the one in downtown. I'm not sure which ones are real active. I also like to promote Charlestown Farmer's Market because Carolyn Smith is the manager of that market. She's also a vendor at this market on Tuesday. And I feel that working hand in hand with her is better for our community than trying to stay separate and be more lucrative one versus the other. I believe that it's better for the community for us to do it together because there are some people you can't come on Tuesday to get your milk, but on on Saturday you could. So it's it's just promoting the vendors and not ourselves, which I think is community minded. We've talked a lot about the building and the market, but something that is really unique is that the location of this building is in the Nellie Letcher district, which is one of the just imagine Southwest Louisiana, which we talked about on episode number eight to really kick off the new year. But it ties in all of the different elements of our community. And the cash and carry building is a staple of the Nellie Letcher district. And I know you were a part of kind of getting that off the ground even a couple of years ago. I actually had the opportunity to work with Sarah Judson and during that entire event. It was really awesome to watch everybody come together over a, sh a short period of a few days in order to make this block look the way it did. We still have some remnants of that painted on some of the buildings. There's still some murals down there. The ambulance, they're built and running. So that actually did produce a couple businesses already. And I believe that it can only continue to thrive if we keep putting the attention and our hearts down into our the, every part of our community. We edge the North Lake Charles Nellie Lutcher district. So I think we are a pillar on the corner and we can just continue to love and support right where we are. As the project continues to grow over the next few years, there's obviously big plans in the Nellie Lutcher district. As that grows and really comes to define North Lake Charles, how do you envision maybe as that area grows, the farmer market able to kind of benefit from it? 
Well, I am hoping that we will be able to host more vendors that we'll see how much it grows. Maybe we could do another day, but I do know that we plan to be a staple continuing going further and we don't have any plans on shutting down now. And you've been a part of the market since 2017. So you've been watching this growth. With that, you guys didn't shut down during COVID. We did not. We did not. Now, there was only a couple vendors, but if they wanted to show up, I showed up. We did drive through. We did everything we could to stay open and, and have the ability to still serve people. It was tough, but we, we did it week after week. And once again, I, I hate constantly bringing it up when it happens, but it shows the resiliency, not only COVID, but hurricane as well, dealing with two disasters at the same time. And yet a place that that champions being part of the community and giving locals an outlet or an opportunity continued to do so even through that as well. Doesn't that show the resilience of Lake Charles, Louisiana community and the people that are living here? Because it's them that showed up. It's them that had to push through to continue to provide not only for their families, but for other families and for the community in general. So, I mean, the power is in them. I, I champion them as much as I can. And do you feel that during this time, the people of the community really came out to support the vendors as well? Not only were they serving the community, but the community was coming to support them during this. I Yes, they did. And uh, if I call on the community for having a, a, a bad day or if the foot traffic isn't a lot, I can go online and do a live and we will see an influx. People are reminded. They're like, oh, it's Tuesday. Let's get down there. Um, it's really great to see them show up and they show up because they were asked and they were reminded and they want to support. And I love that. The building itself has gone through a number of upgrades lately. As I was driving by a few weeks ago and they have an awning out front now for the event space. Well, there's been two in the last few years. They did add a bridal suite onto the back, which you don't really see from the front. And it is a private bride's room that she can get ready in. There's also the newest addition is the covered outdoor private building. That is for your anyone who's wanting to go hang out outside for a while. You can only access that through the inside of the building. So it's it becomes part of the venue but allows an outside atmosphere. Okay, that's what I was saying. That's super cool and really touches on the fact that the cash and carry building, like we were saying, is a great spot for weddings, private events, and different local community events to be housed here. Yes, they even have a warming kitchen in the back. And you can find out more about booking that venue and any of the others that are offered through empireofthesea.com. Ashley's over the bridal stuff, and she'd be more than happy to help any bride. Well, as a shameless plug here, speaking of the bridal, Cash and Carry is going to be one of the venues for upcoming Visit Lake Charles project called Say Yes to the Venue. We've just released information a little bit uh, over the last few weeks about it. And uh, it's an exciting project uh, coming to fruition completely in June as we'll follow a local couple choosing between unbelievable venues that we have here in the area. How fun. I'm going to get the challenge of playing uh, director, photographer, producer, everything as we um, do a four-part series with them. Um, as they kind of show it off, think of a hybrid between maybe uh, House Hunters and Say Yes to the Dress. And so we're excited that that's coming up. 
and Cash and Carry is obviously going to be one of those venues. So it'll be a lot of fun. Like I said, shameless plug. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Brady will be showing off his great skills. And for any local brides, grooms, couples out there right now, they can go to visitlakecharles.org slash say yes to actually submit a video to possibly be this couple. That's I amazing. would highly recommend. Jeeva, it has been such a pleasure to have you here on the show today to really talk about all things cash and carry, farmer's market, and the building, and just what the market offers to our community. Thank you so much. One thing I'll add is if you are interested in being a vendor, please go on to either social media, the Instagram or the Facebook page, or you can email us at cashandcarryfm at gmail.com. And I will get you an application and the guidelines and everything that you would need in order to apply. And if you want to be a vendor, this is a great spot to be a vendor. Thanks again, Jiva for joining us here on the show. And thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating or a review. Every single time that you leave us a rating or a review, it allows us to be able to continue to tell the stories of Southwest Louisiana. Go to visitlakecharles.org slash podcast for more episodes, information on events going on this weekend, and of course, where to eat. I'm Anna Strider. And I'm Brady Reynard. Thanks again for coming play at Louisiana's Playground. Say it to you.